Well, welcome into the shoebox here at Mammoth Roseville High School on a cold, snowy night here in West Central Illinois. It's pretty warm here in the shoebox. We finally got a game on the air. A bunch of games canceled this week. I know a couple of our broadcasts have been canceled, but we are having one on the air tonight, and it should be a good one. It's the Mammoth Roseville Titan girls taking on the Erie Prophetstown Panthers. The Titans coming in at 12-9 overall, 4-3 in the Three Rivers Conference West Division. The Erie Prophetstown Panthers at 10-8 overall and a half game behind Mama Throzel in the standings at 3-3. Three and three. I'm Sean Temple alongside Ethan Sikorsky, coach of the JV Titan Boys. How you doing, my man? I'm good, man. You know, I'm in the shoebox. I'll never complain about sitting in this gym. This is one of my favorite places to be. They've kind of rearranged some things. It used to be 150 degrees here, even on a you know, below zero night outside. A little bit cooler in here now. Yeah, it's because Chuck Graham retired. I think he <laughs> I think he ordered it to be about 85 degrees in here every time he was in here. He wanted his, and you played for him, he wanted his players sweating oh, from the time me. they left the locker room. Trust me, we were in here in our, in our shirts and ties sweating before the game even started. <laughs> this is the Kellogg Printing Pre-Game Show. Kellogg Printing Company Incorporated has been on the public square in Mama since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full service commercial printers serving local and nationwide clients you can hear the band in the background that means it's a conference game always jacks up a little bit when you get the band in here yeah you know, I've loved the band ever since uh, my playing days you know back in the day uh, especially when this gym is packed it gets this gym rocking a little bit the walls start vibrating makes some baskets uh, you know shake a little bit but it gets the adrenaline and the energy going and it's a good start Let's take a look at how these teams have been doing here lately. The Titans have won six of their last eight. They took third, not unofficially third. They don't really give out a third place uh, uh, trophy or plaque or whatever for the uh, Erie Provincetown Warkins Classic, but it ended up being the kind of a third place game there unofficially. Third place at Erie Warkins, then they came uh, back here and then and lost to uh, Riverdale, 53-46, a really solid Riverdale ball club, and then bounced back, got a nice win on the road on Monday in Sherrard, 45-39. That was I got to watch that one online. That was a nice win for for uh, Coach Weber. Yeah, there's just something about always going. You know, talking about Sherrard girls basketball, it's always really good. So to get a win at Sherrard obviously is a really good thing. Uh, but just looking at some of these previous opponents, I mean, they lost to Weathersfield, who ended up beating or uh, winning the championship, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yep. losing to them and then losing to Riverdale, who's currently at the top of the track conference. Uh, you know, I've always said, boys and girls wise, this conference is really hard to win games. You know, uh, I've seen teams that have four wins on the year battle to, you know, with the team at the top. Uh, so, you know, it's defending your home court is what I'd like to see tonight from the Titans. Looking at the standings, the Titans still kind of still with a shot to win this thing. They're sitting at four and three. They're tied with the Morrison Phillies for third place in the in the track west. Riverdale on top at six and one. The Sherrard Tigers uh, a game behind Riverdale at five and two. And then Mammoth Roseville a game behind Sherrard. They, they don't have to play Riverdale, so they've got them out of the way, uh, which which kind of stinks because you can't give them a loss on their record. They still do have to play Sherrard left, so um, it's it's still in there. It's a 12-game it's a conference season. you got five left. Yeah, absolutely. Still Sherrard on the schedule, still Morrison on the schedule. So those are still two really good quality wins. And it's, all it takes is Riverdale to slip one or two times, you know? You, you never know. Like I said, this conference is hard to win. Uh, you were talking about the quality of, of the at least the division for sure in the Three Rivers Conference. Uh, looking at the West Division for the girls, five of the seven teams that's in the West Division have winning records, and uh, and all of them at least two games over 500. Then you look down at the boys' West standings, and you know all about that being the JV boys coach. Uh, four of the seven, no, excuse me, five of the seven have winning records in that division as well. 
<laughs> like I said, it's difficult, man. And, and everybody has like their own little unique gym where everybody seems to only play well at home, and it, nothing nothing comes easy in this conference. That's why I've enjoyed moving into it so well, so, so much. I, I've been, I've thoroughly enjoyed it too. I enjoy going to the football press boxes we have and the football fields we go to in the rivers. The the gyms are are second to none in, uh, conference wise. But man, I'll bet they hate coming to the shoe box. Dude, I tell you what, I've always had coaches. Actually, it was funny last Friday night we were playing Morris at home, and their varsity coach comes upstairs and goes, "Dude, I'm old. I don't think I can keep walking up and down these stairs to your locker room anymore. So now I might have to give the halftime speech from the top of the stairs." <laughs> Ethan and I broadcasting from the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast Booth tonight. Quality furniture at an affordable price. Located in Monmouth, Illinois. We said Monmouth Roseville's won six of their last eight. Well, the Erie Provincetown Panthers have won five in a row. Uh, uh, their last two games at the Warkins Tournament, then they knocked off Spring Valley Hall at home. Uh, they beat Davenport Central at the IHMBCU shootout and then beat uh, uh, Rockridge on the road on uh, on uh, Monday as well. So they've won five in a row, sitting at 10 and eight overall. So they were five and eight. Now they got themselves over 500 at 10 and eight. Yeah, and I'm just looking at the schedule. The last time they played, it was only an eight-point game, so I expect a really good game coming into tonight. Both teams are playing well. Both teams have already seen each other one time. Let's see what kind of adjustments can be made around the second time. Tonight's game is powered by the United Way of Greater Warren County, where 100% of your donations directly impact our communities. I got a chance to talk to head coach Scott Weber before the ball game. We'll come back in 30 seconds for our pregame coaches interview sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Call them at 734 four six six zero zero or check them out online at mammoth farm and home realty.com mammoth roseville erie Provincetown, three rivers conference west division girls basketball here on the prairie communications sports network we'll be back Oh, welcome back to the shoebox here at Mama Throwsville High School. We'll take care of some of our sponsors helping bring you Titan Girls basketball here on a cold, snowy night here in West Central Illinois. Your referees tonight sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care and Mammoth and Gelsberg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Uniform sponsors, MC Sport and more. Your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel. Hats, hoodies, polos, basketballs, and much, much more. The Titans in their home. White tops, white bottoms with the blue trim down the side. Blue numbers. Mama Throwsville across the front and the Erie Provincetown Panthers in the uh, black bottoms, the black tops with the red numbers and uh, a red uh, name across the front. We are going to keep it here because the band is here tonight, so we'll have our national anthem from uh, from the shoebox here. National anthem sponsored by Dame Fine Coffee. It's not just good, it's Dame Fine. Dame Fine Coffee in Monmouth, Galesburg, and Burlington. Here's your Monmouth Roseville pep band.
fantastic job by the pet band, huh? Aren't they fantastic? Dude, I love when they're in the gym. It just adds another atmosphere <laughs> that you just can't get anywhere else. As soon as I always check the schedule, it's like, ooh, good, it's a conference game. That means we got the band here tonight. Oh, they yeah. Do, they do a fantastic job anyway. All right, we took care of some of the sponsors, but here's the main one, the Midwest Bank Keys to the Game, your locally owned community bank investing in you. Member FDIC, my broadcast partner, Ethan Sikorsky. What's the keys to the Titans getting a win tonight? I've got two big ones tonight, Sean. Number one, eight of their last 10 games are here at home. That's a big stretch, right? You've got to start that stretch with a win tonight. That's what's going to determine the rest of the season. And then number two, 16 turnovers they average. That's way too many, right? You've got to cut that number down. And it starts with your point guard, Tatiana, okay? She averages four turnovers a game to three assists. That's not how it should be. You need to flip that around, and that margin needs to grow a little bit bigger. So limit the turnovers tonight. The lights are out, and the... Uh... The, uh, the spotlight is on. Titans in the middle of the floor. I like that. I like the lights out, but I kind of like the spotlight there on the uh, logo in the middle. Oh, I'm a huge fan of it. Ooh, I like that. So the Titans getting their uh, starting lineups announced. So let's give you your starting lineups, which are sponsored by your mom with area McDonald's now hiring. Check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. First for the Erie Provincetown Panthers. They'll start Lauren Abbott, a sophomore. Gabby Abel, a senior. Olivia Purvis, a senior. Kennedy Buck, a senior. And Sydney Schwartz, a senior as well. Four senior lineup for the Erie Provincetown Panthers. For the Mama Throwsville Titans, they'll start Tatiana Taliba, junior averaging 11.5 points and four rebounds a game, also three and a half assists. Mia Reynolds, a junior, averaging three and a half points and four rebounds. She's just behind Tatiana Taliba at a little over three assists the ball game. Mia Hunter, a senior, averaging three points and four rebounds. Also, Brianna Woodard, a junior, 12 and uh, just under 13 points, leading rebounder for Mama Throwsville at uh, just over eight and a half boards a ball game. And the leading scorer, Carmen Houston, a senior as well. So one, two, two seniors in the uh, Titan lineup here. We're ready to go. It's be a good one. Let's go. Let's do it. Jumping center is Brianna Woodard, and the tip is won by Lauren Abbott and the Erie Provincetown Panthers. They'll get the first crack at it here as we get underway. Titans in a man-to-man. -man. Panthers swinging around the arc in the corner. Now a drive, kick to the right wing. Take a shot, drive baseline, cut off. Good defense there by Taliba'a to not let Purvis get to the rim. I think uh, Purvis, I don't have any stats sent in from Erie Provincetown, but I remember uh, saying her name the last couple of years. I think Purvis is a pretty good ball player. Also, Kennedy Buck, I think, uh, read her name as well. With four seniors, I've been reading these names probably for a little while. First shot is tipped out of bounds. Couldn't quite tell if that was a shot or maybe trying to dump it down into the... Uh, Post who had position. I think there. she had a post that was sealed down low that I think she saw and was trying to dump it into. Titans didn't get a hand on it though, so it goes out of bounds. Panthers top of the key. First possession of the ball game here. It's been a long one. Nearing 45 seconds on the uh, on this half of the court. They dump it down low, getting behind the defense and scoring. A little shot off the glass was. See who that was as uh, they got on the board. Pony, there we go. Uh, Olivia yeah, Purvis. Olivia Purvis with the bucket for the Panthers. So the Titans with their first offensive possession, driving baseline is Houston. Gives it up to Reynolds. Back up top of the key to Talibaj. Fakes a shot, gets in the lane, cut off at the free throw line. Hunter on the left wing. 
Now Woodard baseline. She's deadly on that little short corner there. They definitely are, and it looks like Amy Proffitt's on trying to double her early. Tommy Ma, they give her the shot, and she takes it and scores, shooting 23% from three-point range, and she gets the first Farm King three-pointer tonight. The family store with Moore since 1959. Good to see her make her first shot. That's big for her. Hey, she might be 23% on the year, but she's 100% tonight. She needs to see her first couple shots go in, and then uh, it's it's a much better shooting night for, for uh, Tatiana. Shot missed on the block by Kennedy Buck. Here comes the Titans in transition. They get it down to Woodard deep, off the glass, no good. Backside rebound by the Panthers, but we'll take that all night. Absolutely, if she can get that positioning, I'm okay with that shot every time. Had 20, I think, what she, uh, Carmen Houston had 20 points against Sherrard. Um, well, there's a shot badly missed by Buck there, rebounded by the Titans. Uh, the uh, Twin Towers, Brianna Woodard and Carmen Houston have been averaging right around 15 points apiece the last several ball games here. It's always been nice because if one's on, you know, you can kind of rely on that one, and then there's always openings on the backside for the backside rebound. That's what I love about two post players. The big thing with the Titans is the points in the paint, and, uh, and they were right around 24 25 which is low for them they've got it back up to about 28 and a half now that's big if they get some shots in the paint especially for the players they have left wing is mia reynolds we're nearing the five minute mark just had what two or three possessions here shot clock shot clock <laughs> <laughs> i want to get into that with you uh as the game goes on here since uh you, you're the jv boys coach and you and i were both in macomb all, all week during the boys yep. tournament see your thoughts on the shot clock Baseline jumper by Woodard. I jinxed her. I said she's deadly from that short corner. Misses the shot and then trying to get her own rebound. Barrels into Kennedy Buck and picks up the foul. Uh, those, are the, those are the you know fouls as a coach. You you enjoy the hustle, but you know it's like hey, that's kind of a dumb foul. You know you you know she has the basketball. Just get back and play some team defense. Yeah, you, you you appreciate the hustle, but you can't. You know, Woodard can't get herself into foul trouble, which Absolutely. she doesn't a, a lot, really. I would say Houston probably gets herself in more foul trouble than Woodard. Good defense there by Houston, just standing straight up and not trying to block the shot. Missed shot by the Panthers. Here come the Titans with a 3-2 lead. Four and a half minutes left, first quarter. Haven't had too many uh, too many stoppages here. This is going to be a quickly uh, quickly moving first quarter. Or as soon as I say that, the fouls will pile up. We'll have <laughs> right. 47 jump balls. Right wing is Woodard. Giving her the outside shot. Woodard has an only, only taken four threes all season. Now, Houston at the left elbow gets tripped, but gets rid of it to Taliba. Her shot's wide right. Nearly rebounded by Woodard, and she does, and she's fouled on the putback. Steve, I'm standing that as the coach. That was a pass. That was not a shot. That was a pass. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got a Tati got a little smile on her face after that miss. Woodard at the free throw line. Foul's going to go on Gabby Abel. That's her first first foul. First free throw missed by Woodard. 59% free throw shooter on the season. The Titans as a team just 57%. That's it's not it's not good. Second free throw by Woodard is good. So she gets one out of two. That's just about her season average. And Titans up four to two. Good to see her get to the free throw line. Seems like her free throw attempts are down this year. And I know it's kind of probably down across the board with the new with the new uh, free throw rules. But even as a you know as a post player, it's kind of weird to see your free throws kind of decrease. Yeah, only what well, that was only her 65th free throw of the season. And I want to say last year she was probably up over 100 by this time. 
Three-pointer from the top of the keys missed, and the long rebound. Nearly tracked into the down in the corner by the Panthers, but the foot was on the baseline. It'll be tight in basketball. What do you think so far here with three and a half minutes to go? What are you seeing? A lot of uh, patient offense is, is, is the best way that I can describe it. Uh, uh, Erie Prophets is kind of packing inside a little bit, kind of playing off me a hunter and kind of doubling inside the post. So it's kind of taking away the rim a little bit, uh, which is kind of slowing Mama Rosa down. Um, so I'm sure that's probably part of it. It's kind of almost a box of one, uh, but not quite because they're still in man. But uh, other than that, Neither team scores a bunch. Titans, are, they do have their average up. It's moved up a couple spots since I've done them last. And a three-pointer in the corner, the uh, right wing by Taliba. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. A couple of them taught. And answering in the corner is Sydney Schwartz. She answers with her own three ball. Hey, we just talked about slow offense, and then here we are back to back threes, right? <laughs> just like that, right? Yeah, the Titans scoring has gotten has risen a little bit in the last couple weeks since I've since I've seen them. They didn't have a whole lot of home games here in this first half of the season. So uh, they are 21 games in. They're two-thirds of the way through the season, and this is what their third third home game this year. And like you said in the pregame, one of your keys, there's the travel call. Yeah, dragging the foot was Schwartz um, or Kennedy Buck. Um, like you said, the, the second half of the season sets up for him. Eight of ten mm -hmm, absolutely. at home. You know, you got two of those. One's, one's a shooting out against the and West, you know, uh, and, and the other one's at Farmington. You uh, and the boys, uh, the boys, I think, have a ton of home games here in the second half of the season because yeah. they haven't really been at home either. Well, it's a weird basketball season overall, hasn't it? Yeah, it feels like I, I don't know my where's. Tatiana Talivala tried to get a, th a third free throw to go, or third three-pointer to go, did not, but the putback is good by Mia Reynolds. She's stepped up from the beginning of the year when we first did their first game over at the Ridgewood Tournament. She has been in, in, impeccably improvable, and it's been really fun to watch. Got her got her uh, scoring average up to three and a half, but what I like is that four rebounds a game. That's what I really like. Absolutely. Top of the key. The defense there by rounds. A little back cut. Shot up off the glass and good. Tough shot there by Kennedy Buck, but it's her first points of the ball game. It is 9-7. Mama throws, though, with the basketball minute and a half left. First quarter. In the ball game for Mama throws, those Emma Robinson. Amia Hunter on the bench here, the first substitute for Mama Throws. A couple Panthers waiting at the scores just to check in. Right wing is Taliba with a minute 10 to go here in the first quarter. Driving, spin dribble, up off the glass, no good. Rebound by Woodard, a lot of contact, no call. Shot, no good. Here comes the Panthers. Driving in, ooh, good shot blocked by Carmen Houston. Blocking the shot of Kalen Sibley. In the lane is Taliba tried to drop it off to Woodard. Tipped out of bounds by the Panthers. Head coach Chris Brown in his fourth season for the Panthers wanted, wanted that call. He's not going to get it. I think Todd, a good call. I think so. I think it went off one of your Prophets' foot just at the last second. Just one of those that just kind of happened to go in Mama Rose's direction. Tally Ball gets in the lane, off the glass, good, and she'll get to the free throw line. It is uh, Tally Ball's world here in the first quarter. We're all just kind of taking up space in it at this point. Hey, you know, that's how it's going to be. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to complain here tonight. Woodard's going to get a break here with the 42 seconds. Be a good break for uh, for, for uh, Brianna. And the free throw is good by Tally Ball. She has got nine of the 
of the 12 points for Mama Rosewell. They put the points up on the wrong side there. There we go. 12-9, Mama Roseville. And in the paint, stolen away by the Titans. Here comes Houston across the lane. Shot no good by, uh, that was uh, Sophie Russell in the ball game, but a good, good pass there by Houston and fouled on her way to the basket is Purvis, so she'll get a couple free throws. Nice break there by Carmen Houston. I was a little afraid she was gonna do the selfish thing and almost drive into the person and get the charge, uh, but she had an excellent pass to the opposite side, which is obviously gonna be finished. Houston, a senior, we've seen her rip down many boards through the years and lead, lead her own little break. First free throw is good by Purvis. The foul went on Mia Reynolds. That's her first. Purvis's free throw is good. Did they just subtract a point? I think they just subtracted a point. And the second free throw is good as well. Two, four, six, nine. It should have nine, right? No. Yeah, two, four, six, nine. Should be 12, nine. There we go. All right, we're up there. See, this, this is my point with the uh, shot clock. We got a new guy on the scoreboard over there. I can see him just kind of learning as he goes. Ooh, nice take by Talibaba misses the shot. And a rebound brought down by the Panthers, but Sophie Russell reaches in there and gets the tie-up. It'll be Titan basketball. Somebody else you've got to train at Absolutely. the uh, scorer's desk with and, the uh, and, shot clock. And, and that's somebody who's got to know the shot clock yes. rules. It, it, it is an added aspect, I agree. Give and go, nice give and go from Taliba to Houston, but Houston drives the baseline, dribbles it off her foot and out of bounds. So with one second left, not gonna get the shot off. First quarter will end with Monmouth Roseville. Quick first quarter. They'll take a three point lead, 12 to nine into quarter number two when we come back in one minute. Back here at the shoebox at Monmouth Roseville High School. Monmouth Roseville will take a 12 to nine lead into the second quarter. It'll be Panther basketball right in front of our Vic Royce Furniture broadcast booth. But you folks know tonight's game is also brought to you by McBay Landscaping for all your carpentry and landscaping needs. Call Jimmy at McBay Landscaping at 309-255-6734. I'm Sean Temple alongside Ethan Sikorsky. Ethan, your, uh, your uh, thoughts on that first eight minutes went quick. It did, uh, you know, it started out a little bit slow while everybody was trying to kind of feel each other out. It kind of felt like the beginning of a boxing round where they were just kind of figuring oh. each other out a little bit. Uh, but once they did, you know, both teams attacked and they started getting the scoring up a little bit. Uh, I think it was, what, three to three for like, the first, like, three and a half, four minutes of the, of the quarter. And now we're sitting 12-9 here starting in the second. The Titans beat Erie Province down at, at EP way back on December 4th, 38 to 30. So not a high scoring game there either. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, if that's kind of the kind of basketball you're gonna play, that's the kind of basketball you're gonna play. Titans with the basketball after a turnover by Erie Province down shortly into their first possession here. So the Titans will try to extend this lead. Get it to Houston, backs, backs into the corner. Back out to Mia Reynolds, or Emma Robinson, excuse me. Talibaha with the basketball. Titans look just a little discombobulated here on offense. It's a weird defense from EP. They are they are completely packing it in. You know, uh, they have they're they're almost saying to Mia Hunter and Emma Robinson, shoot the basketball from the outside arc. We're okay with you beating us like that. Uh, we're not going to let you beat us on the inside. Second foul on the uh, Panthers. Hannah Huseman. I must have missed a foul. They only got. Two on the board, but yet five, just one. That's just one on uh, Houston. 
for the Titans with it. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're EP, I'm sure I'm sure if you're the opponent of Mama Throws, so Brianna Woodard gets the ball deep and gets it to settle in. Woodard gets the shot to go 14-9. The Titans only shooting 23% from three-point range. So, I mean, that's got to be the M.O. with the Twin Towers. Make the guards beat you from the outside. That's how I would do it. Talibah has got a couple of threes in that first quarter. Hunter drives in, spins, and is tripped on her way to the, the uh, to pass it off. They're going to say that's on the floor. It's going to go on Kennedy Buck. That's her first. Team foul number two. Boy, they're going to call that a shooting foul. Oh, interesting. I Yeah, I agree. I thought that was on the floor. I did, too. I think Mia Hunter was totally looking to pass that thing off. I don't even know if she got a true pass off. I mean, there was definitely no shooting falling out of it, but I, I'm not going to complain. Points are points. That's right. Mia gets the first free throw to go. Just a 42% free throw shooter on the season, so it's good to see her get that first one and second one. Nothing but net. Boy, I tell you what, just looking at that trip to the foul line, you would have never guessed she shoots 42%. Oh, that's, a, that's an 80% shot right there. Free throws are sponsored by Robert Thompson trucking a drive in the lane and a blocking foul on Carmen Houston. So more free throws. This time it'll be very profits now. Robert Thompson Trucking sponsors our free throws for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. At the free throw line is Kennedy Buck. First free throw is back iron, no good. Buck with two points in that first quarter. 16-9, Mama throws with a seven-point lead here with 6.14 to go here in this second quarter. Second free throw is good. So one out of two for Buck. 16 to 10 is your score. Quickly up the floor come the Titans, nearly turning it over. Good hustle by Mia Hunter to get it back. Right wing. Boy, yeah, look just, how far off they're, they're sagging off of her. Daring Emma Robinson to shoot, which again, if you're if you're looking at film, driving in and fouled as Tatiana Talimov. Been very aggressive on the offensive end tonight. Absolutely. I'm, I mean, that's that's when her game is like that, the Mount Rose was so much better. The ball will get a couple free throws. She's fouled by Olivia Purvis. First free throw is no good. One of two. 64% from the free throw line is Talibaha. Second one is up and good. So she holds her percentage. She's two of three tonight, and the lead goes to 17 to 10. Favor of the Titans. Again, the Titans two games back in the Three-year's conference, West Division, two games behind Riverdale. Driving in and the kick to the corner. Not handled by Abel. Back to Abel, now they swing it quickly to the right wing. Olivia Purvis. Purvis with just uh, two points, both from the free throw line. Shot up, no good by Lauren Abbott, rebounded by the Titans. Here comes Robinson up the sidelines. She'll slow things down. Yeah, Robinson uh, shooting 13%. So, I mean, the film's out there. Gonna let her just get it for that shot. Now they close out on her a little bit, and that just opens up Carmen Houston's shot. Boy, they've been giving her that shot, kind of doubling down there on Houston, and great recognition by Robinson to see the defender come out, so get it down into Houston. 
I almost wondered if it was a defensive breakdown where she kind of forgot that she wasn't supposed to close out. I mean, it's hard to break that nature, right? You've been doing that sure. since fourth grade. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, coaches are yelling, close out on the shooter all the time. <laughs> and now they're telling you not to close out on the shooter. See, now they're, now they're back sinking <laughs> off again. So, I, yeah, it's definitely – I think that was just a defensive breakdown, which is a weird defensive breakdown to talk about. And, and a good recognition by the Titans to uh, recognize that. Houston misses the three-pointer. But rebounded by Hunter, loses a handle on it. Looked like she split a couple defenders. Might have got a layup out of the deal. Houston can shoot that three. She's 27% on the season. She can hit a three. If you, if you give her an open one. And that's only going to open up her inside game, too. Absolutely. I've always respect that. 19 to 10. Mama throws over the nine-point lead. Nearing the halfway point of quarter number two, down to 4-10 on the second quarter clock. Nearly thrown away by the Panthers, but three ball. Right wing is good. Shorts, that's her second. Speaking of a close out, that's one we're going to have to close out on. Yeah, you can't let a team like this get hot. I mean, they obviously no stats in front of us, but they look like a team that probably can shoot pretty well from the outside. Robinson to Woodard back on the floor. It's Hunter, Woodard, Houston, Taliba, and Emma Robinson in the corner. She'll take a long two and make it. That's what it is. She just needs to take a long two instead of a three. I was saying, though, she's going to act on those shots. That's going to help the offense a little bit because then it will force the defenders to come out and guard and open up the inside. Uh, if, you, if they're going to play that kind of defense, you have to step up and make shots. 21-13. First points for, for uh, Robinson. I got that under Reynolds. Robinson made the shot there. And tipped away by Wooder, but loose ball. Tracked down by the Panthers. Titans have done a really good job defensively, man. Nothing, nothing has been easy for the Panthers here in this first quarter and a half. I'm a huge defensive guy, and I am just loving what I'm watching from Amadrezzo. Good help defense. I mean, it's just a just a man-to-man, -man, just a hard man-to-man. -man. And nearly turning it over, and they will. It'll be Titan basketball. 13 points for the Panthers is all, all they have. They only average 42, but that's well below half. Absolutely. I, I mean, like, like we said, I love the defense put out right now. Full timeout taken by head coach Chris Brown of the Erie Province Sound Panthers. Our timeout sponsored by Tickums Electric, specializing in generators to help you keep the power on during outages. Call Randy, 335-3034. Be back in a minute. Both teams back on the floor following the Tickums Electric timeout. 21-13, Mama Throwsville basketball with an eight-point lead. 13 points for the Panthers. Hunter will step in and miss a mid-range jumper. Long rebound out to the Panthers. They are on the run. Open three. Oh, boy, she almost turned that throw over. Three ball, no good. Rebounded by Taliba. Three-pointer missed by Lauren Abbott. 13 points for the Panthers. What's the Titans doing on that defensive end? Uh, you know, what? basically what it is is they're stepping up and they're helping off screens, which is a huge thing because the Erie Province is sending a ton of screens. And what happens is on the backside, they're communicating and not losing really rotation people while staying in the same spot. It's almost like running a man-to-man -man zone is, what, is the best way I can describe it. Is you always know where somebody is in your zone, and when that ball gets that person, then you take the man. And a three-pointer made by Olivia Purvis after a uh, nice shot in the paint by Carmen Houston. Three-pointer by Purvis makes it 23-16, to seven-point lead will the Titans and the basketball. That's the third three-pointer for the Panthers in the ballgame. The Titans have a couple of them, all by Talibah. She'll take a three-pointer top of the key. Back iron, no good. Rebound loose on the floor, picked up by the Panthers. And nice job by Carmen Houston using that offhand to get in the passing lane, tips it away. 
but the Panthers end up getting the loose ball. Good defense there by uh, Houston. Borderline aggressive foul territory, but she did a good job of kind of selling her. Oh, nice block by Mia Hunter on what looked like an uncontested layup by Purvis. Hunter out of nowhere gets a hand on it. Titan basketball. Feet down into Houston. No good. And she'll, she makes that eight times say, out of many, ten. How many times have you said Houston misses that <laughs> shot right there? Uh, Was, I mean, is that even in your vocabulary? Took, it took a nice nice uh, assist away from Tatiana Taliban. A nice little kind of a wrap around the defender there to get it to Houston after a drive baseline. Tot's, Tot's like, oh, that was <laughs> helped my uh, turnover to assist ratio there. <laughs> and Tot making a nice defensive play. Taliban ties up Hannah Houston. And the ball will remain with the Panthers. With under a minute to go here in the second quarter, 50.5 to be exact up on the scoreboard. Out of the game goes Lauren Abbott for the Panthers. Just one team foul apiece, so we're a long way away from bonus situation here with the new rules in high school. Ooh, there's a nice backside pass to a, uh, to Sidney Schwartz. Who, who made that pass? That was a nice pass. I didn't see the number on the back. I want to say Caitlin Sibley. Oh, that's who I want to say maybe it was. It's down to a five-point lead, 23 to 18. The Titans go through these lulls. Now they double down on Houston. Back up top of the key. Three is short by Reynolds. Goes out of bounds. It'll go to the Panthers. That's that's been kind of the Titan mo. I've I've called a couple games and and uh, watched a lot of Titan basketball on the uh, on the internet on the webcasts and. They go through these two or three minute lulls where you're like, what happened here? Because they were playing really good basketball. Yeah, and they, you know, they've taken some games away they probably should have won. Tali Baja gets a steal on the defensive end, takes it, takes it all the way down the floor for a, uh, for a uh, layup. And then Carmen Houston gets a steal on the inbounds and she'll get to the free throw line. It was a great heads up play by Carmen Houston, realized that nobody was really paying attention, sneaking right behind, still inbound, and get, get to the free throw on. Second foul on Kennedy Buck. That is the fourth foul with 3.1. That's just going to be a couple big free throws here with three seconds left. Pushing, if she knocked down another one, I mean, it's going to push into a nine point game right before the half. That's big because with three seconds left, you're thinking, all right, we'll just go into the half up six, and now you can, you can go up nine here with this free throw, and it gets the roll. Both free throws are good, sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. Shot is not in time and no good anyway. The Titans up 27 to 18 at the half. A great closing couple minutes there after really struggling for a couple minutes. Absolutely, they, they heard us talking about their low and said, what low are you talking about? Let's go get a quick four. Let's keep that guy quiet up there. Two, <laughs> two single-digit quarters for Mammoth Roseville defensively. Nine points in the first quarter for the Panthers and nine points in the second. That's every coach's goal, right? Single-point defensive single quarters. quarters. Single-digit quarters. That's, 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 I swear that's what you know, Coach Weber preaches. We'll come back with the LNP Insurance Agency halftime show in three minutes. Welcome back to the shoebox here at Mama Throwsville High School as we get set for the LMP Insurance Agency halftime show for your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. Mama Throwsville leading the Erie Province Town Panthers 27-18 here at the break. Got a nice little closing uh, 
closing run there. Uh, opened up a five-point lead back up to a nine-point lead. Got a got a half-court shooting contest here for a fundraiser going on at halftime. And got to see Leo Mahoney, who's missing the uh, basketball season with a knee injury from football, see him make a half-court shot. That's awesome to see. I would take a couple of those if he could actually play, right? I, I mean, we could have used a couple of those this year. Yeah, Leo, uh, of course, would have been a, a main cog for the uh, the boys basketball team for Monmouth Rosal, who's having a fantastic season, sitting at uh, 13 and uh, six overall. Leo would have been a nice cog to have, and good to see him at least getting around and and, and looking pretty decent out there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think hopes for him right now is hopefully uh, baseball season can get around. Yeah, he's a quality young man, and I know it uh, it stunk for him not to be able to be out there with his teammates, but he's been around the team. Everything's been going good with Leo. Yeah, he's kind of been like a, he filled kind of the manager role, and he's, he's been a great, he's done a great job of it. He, uh, he comes every day with good spirits. Uh, he's almost like a fourth coach on the bench. Well, let's, let's talk some boys basketball while we're on that subject. The boys were supposed to play at Orion tomorrow night. That has been postponed with the impending winter storm, second round of the winter storm coming in this week. They moved out to Saturday night. So our Mammoth Roseville Orion game, which was supposed to be on the air on Sunday 97.7 tomorrow night, will be on Saturday night. Just a little bit of a day later, second adjustment for the Titans this week. Yeah, you know, uh, we, we missed, obviously, the Rockers game on Tuesday. Uh, I think that got postponed until, like, uh, Wednesday staying in two weeks uh, and then losing Orion, but only losing it by a day. Uh, it's now going to push uh, my basketball JV group to three games in that day. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it is. I think these guys probably play six games in a day. I think they'd be fine. I'm the one who probably gets more tired than they do. And I'm the one, I'm only yelling on the sidelines. <laughs> the kids are loving it. They get to play basketball all day, <laughs> oh, right? Dude, dude, you, the, you weren't too far from doing that. Right. I mean, hey, that's what they do every, uh, every winter's day anyways. Exactly. Well, let, let's uh, well let's stay on the subject of boys basketball. Titan boys having a nice season, 13 and six. Yeah, actually, you know, uh, I don't know if you've read the Register Mail article today. Uh, this actually could be one of the first 21 teams we've had in a while. Uh, you know, I think a decade. Was, I didn't think it'd been a decade, but that's what the article said. I think. I don't right? think it's been a decade because so either. I mean, it's probably close to a decade because I want to say 16, 17. We got into the 20 wins. Uh, that would have been my senior year, and uh, I mean, I'm sure we got 20 wins. We we were a state-ranked team all those years, so I, I can't believe that we didn't win 21. So I don't think it's been quite a decade, but I think it's been close. But uh, this team is very senior-oriented. Uh, we, we start four seniors. One, obviously, is a transfer from Galesburg. Uh, but, you know, that's uh, we got Jake Steele, Nico Avendano, um, uh, Darian Smith, who have been with the program for four years. Obviously, Aiden Almagar transferring in from Galesburg. And then Tyler Finnecum uh, playing a role off the bench kind of as our sixth guy, uh, sixth man. Um, you know, it, it's a group that's been together, playing together for a really long time. Uh, I've even said even with Aiden, you know, transferring in, his cousin Zach's been around, so he knows the guys. These guys have been playing pickup ball with him probably since, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade. Uh, so, you know, it's a well-knit group. They're, they're a real fun group coach or, uh, to coach. Uh, I've always said that they're a very selfless group. Uh, they, that, that, that's the best word I can say for them. They're selfless. They're, uh, they're, they're entertaining. They make me laugh. They make I mean, I'm going to cry at the end of the season when it's over, inevitably. Uh, you know, it's, it's, this is the first group I've had for four years. This is my fourth year coaching. It's the first group I've got to see come all the way through. Uh, they're, they're just so much fun. I can't speak highly enough on those guys. It's it's a pretty solid defensive group, and I think I said that right from the Orion Thanksgiving tournament right on through. It's a solid defensive group, which normally when you say, oh, it's a solid defensive group, it's really not a whole lot of fun to watch. This is a fun team to watch because they, they D it up on the defensive end. They'll come down and fire up some threes, too, which that's always fun. Absolutely. You know, I think it was the West Hancock game. Darian put up 27 on the night, shooting like five for seven from deep. Uh, 
Uh, but I remember you and I were traveling down to Ridgewood for the first girls basketball game, and you asked me, you said, what's the small girls team going to be like? I said, dude, they're going to be fun to watch. You I, did. Don't think, I don't think I was lying to you. So <laughs> I, I've thoroughly enjoyed watching the boys play, and I, I've enjoyed watching this girls team play. I know they've, they've been kind of a conundrum sometimes. You're, they go through those lulls that you're like, this team was playing some of the best basketball in our area three minutes ago, and then looks like you know a junior high game it broke out a little bit during those. And that's what's kind of befuddling Coach Weber too. In the last couple of weeks, those stretches have went from like three or four minutes down to maybe two or three now, and you just you want that to go down as the season goes along. Well, what's nice to see is if you look back in their schedule, right? They had Harden Calhoun up double digits at that eight-town shootout, and then they went through the lull and then blew the lead. It kind of was kind of the same thing with Camp Point Southeastern, right? They were they were battling for a while, they were playing well, and then they went through a lull and then went to overtime and then they lost it. But that was back then. Now, you know, like you said, they're cutting down the holes a little bit, and, uh, and that's why they're playing better basketball right now. Uh, you know, everybody likes to have the, all the wins in the seasons, but it doesn't matter as long as you're playing your best basketball at the end of the year. And it's high school basketball. I don't care what if it's 1A all the way through 4A. You're, every team is going to have two or three minutes in a ball game where you're like, who is this ball club? It just happens. Not, but you want even, you want those stretches to be shorter. Not even two or three minutes. Sometimes there's just nights where you're like, who are these guys? And it's very hard because you know everybody's got things going on. You never know what team's going to show up or what. You know, somebody might have had a really bad day today. Uh, you just never know with high schoolers. Uh, you've said that for years. But yeah, I mean, these guys have started figuring out a little bit, and they're starting to cut it down. Let's go through the scoring here real quick before we uh, get started with this second half. The Titans lead 27-18 over Erie Provincetown. Save-A-Lot Food Store sponsors our halftime stats. Your mama Save-A-Lot is looking to add to their team with positions available for a meat cutter, meat wrapper, and a stock person. So apply today at Save-A-Lot Foods in Mama. Save-A-Lot of time, Save-A-Lot of money, Save-A-Lot Food Store in Mama. First for the Erie Provincetown Panthers. Eight points for Sydney Shorts, five points for Olivia Purvis, three points for Kennedy Buck, and two for Gabby Adele. Three for four from the free throw line for the Panthers. For the Titans, 12 points in that first half for Tatiana Talibaa, already at her average for the season. Yeah, I love the aggression that she's had in the first half. I hope she carries it here into the second. Five points for Brianna Woodard, four points for Carmen Houston, uh, two points apiece for Emma Robinson, Mia Reynolds, and Mia Hunter. And Titans nearly turn it over, and a good save by Mia Hunter to save it back into the front court for the Titans. This is almost backcourt violation there on the first possession. The Titans, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven for eight, seven for nine, excuse me. And who made that? I was looking down uh, at my score sheet. Uh, on an assist from Mia Reynolds. Nice, so the Titans up 11 now. First double-digit lead for either ball club. 29 to 18, a missed shot by the Panthers. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of nine from the free throw line for Monmouth Roseville. That's great, you know, uh, obviously not a great free throw shooting team, but uh, that's good to see. Carmen Houston a little short on the three-pointer from the corner. Three it comes down to the Panthers. It's not a good shot. Not that I don't like her shooting a three-point shot, but off one pass when you're up 11 trying to build a lead a little bit, that's not a great shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly like you. I don't mind Carmen shooting from three-point range because she can, she can shoot mm -hmm. it at Absolutely. times. But that's just the wrong time for that one, Bravo. Yep. Stolen away by Mia Hunter, the defensive specialist, and now bumped in the backcourt and no call. Coach Weber all over the officials, but... Taliba gets the bucket, and he's still. Coach Weber wasn't even looking at the shot made by Taliba. He's still on the official. She was completely ran over at midcourt. Now Taliba with a steal. Layup is good. Taliba with a four-point run. 
And it's 33 to 18. Mama throws over the 15 point lead. Talibao was 16. Great end of the first half. Great start to the second half. That's how you build a winning game. The Titans were trailing by seven to Sherrard, a really good ball club in the Sherrard Tigers. Timeout taken by head coach Chris Brown. Uh, finally going to maybe get uh, get his team straightened around here after a nice 6-0 run to start the second half by Mammoth Roseville. It's a 30-second break. We'll step aside and take a 30 ourselves. 33-18, Mammoth Roseville. Welcome back to Titan Girls Basketball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. I started to make uh, I started a, a point there before we went to the, the break there, which is sponsored by Colgan of Monmouth Water Break, where your first three months on any water treatment system is only $9.95 a month. Titans trailed by seven to a really good Sherrard Tiger Ball Club on Monday night and blitzed them in the third quarter. Kind of what they're doing here. Yeah, you know, whatever he talked about down there at halftime, I might I might pull him into one of my <laughs> locker rooms and maybe give him a halftime speech every once in a while. Uh, you know, when you're playing, uh, you know, games and you have somebody take a shot for you, whether it's on golf or whatever, you call it a celebrity shot. I might need a celebrity halftime talk. And a five-second call on the inbound. More good defense here by Mama Roseville. And I did text uh, Coach Weber on his way home Monday night, which is also very interesting. The bus broke down halfway between here and Sherrard, <laughs> so they were stuck on the road for a little bit. But uh, while he was stuck, we were texting back and forth about the ball game. I was like, what was what happened there in that third quarter? He said, let's just say it was a halftime speech, something that we would definitely would want to air, he said. So. <laughs> those are the best ones. <laughs> right. Those are usually the most effective ones. Right? Hey, those ones that make the good stories about 20 years down the road. <laughs> Carmen Houston with an elbow jumper. To extend the lead to 17 now, 35 to 18, the Titans on an 8-0 run. And then I think counting the three-point play there by uh, Woodard, or uh, excuse me, Houston, for the two free throws by Houston at the end of the first, uh, end of the second quarter on a 10-0 run now, at least. Yeah, absolutely, yep, yep. It'll be Panther basketball under their own hoop as the Titans tip it out of bounds. What a great defensive effort here by Mammoth Roseville. Actually, it might be 12-0, because I'm pretty sure they're only up five. Yeah, you're right. It was a five-point, I want to say, 23 to 18, yep. I think, at one point. Nice entry pass down into Houston, misses his shot. A lot of contact down there. A lot of contact there on Houston, but the Panthers bring down the rebound. 17-point lead here, 35 to 18 with just five minutes remaining. And now Woodard gets a steal, tips it away to Hunter. Hunter over the timeline, knocked out of bounds by the Panthers. You know, I'll give props, and I don't want to jinx anything, but so far through this game, unofficially, only five turnovers as a team. That's fantastic, and that was another one of your keys, is, is to hold serve. One of your keys was to hold serve at home, which you got to with eight of your last ten here, and trying to win a conference title, or division title anyway. And then turnovers was your other key. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, they must have been listening early on to my broadcast. <laughs> well, it's it's the most listened to thing in pre-games all across <laughs> the country is the Midwest Bank keys right, to the game. right. Woodard tries to take a charge, gets knocked to the ground. She'll get called for the blocking call. So it'll be Panther basketball. It was on the floor, not a shooting foul. And that is uh, Woodard's second personal foul. The only one I've got for Mammoth Rosa with two fouls. They've done this without fouling. They've, done, they've played great defense without fouling this, this uh, at least through two and a half quarters. Three-pointer missed, rebound by Woodard. Might have had, might have had Mia Reynolds getting behind the defense there, but similar to that shot by uh, Houston there in the corner, just not not the right time for it. Absolutely, you know, like we said before, there, there's times for good shots, there's time for bad shots, there's time for run shots, there's time for coming back shots. You know, you just kind of got to figure it out as you go. Foul by the Panthers, so the Titans inbound it. They get it deep 
into Houston, misses this shot, can't quite secure the rebound. Another contested layup missed, and a shot good on the other end by the Erie Provincetown Panthers. I believe that was Gabby Abel. No, that was, excuse me, that was Shorts. 20, not, or 30, not 20. So that's the first points for the Provincetown Panthers halfway through the third quarter. Also, just clearing things up, I did just look it up. 16 17, the, the Mount Rose basketball team was 23 and 9. 23 and 9, so 16 17, so that's. Almost a decade. Yeah, I guess, kind of. Tali Vaughn gets to the free throw line. First free throw is good for Tot. That makes her 3 of 4 and gives her 17 points, leading Monmouth Roseville for scoring. Second free throw is no good. Wide right. So one out of two. Robert Thompson trucking free throws for Tommy Vaughn. Now another turnover by the Provincetown Panthers. The Titans will have it with a 16-point lead, 36 to 20, just under the four-minute mark here in the third quarter. Playing some pretty solid basketball since the uh, start of that, uh, actually a couple games before the, the tournament started, holiday tournament. And uh, again, talking to Coach Weber in the pregame interview, that, that win on Monday night for against Sherrard, travel call by Houston, kind of got her feet tied up with the defender. That's one of those wins that can, one of those corner turning things. If you make a make a little run here in the postseason, I think that's the game you point back to. Yeah, especially a team like Sherrard, who's always kind of been a thorn in our sides, it always feels mm -hmm. like. Whether they are as good as they have been or not, it's just that win over them kind of lifts the weight off your shoulders and it kind of opens up their gameplay. So I'd like to see, uh, like you said, if we can point back to that later on this year. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Carmen Houston and the other seniors here from Amoth Roseville remember the uh, loss at Sherrard towards the end of the year that uh, for the conference title, the division title. Yep. Sure, that lingers. And turnover to Amoth Roseville. Woodard lost the handle on it in the. Uh... So it will be Panther basketball, 36 to 20. EP with the basketball. On the floor for Mama throws over Brianna Woodard. Ooh, nice pass of a give and go down to Gabby Abel. Abel gets the point, that gives her four. Lead is down to 14. I'm gonna give props there to uh, Lauren Abbott, who set a, a really good screen to get that open. So, you know, I mean, as good as it looks, you know, she doesn't get her name called for the screen set, but, you know, credit. I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. The Titans turn it over. Yeah, because something happened there where because the Titans were playing really solid defensively, and that was kind of a layup there. There's another tough shot off the glass. This is becoming uh, a little bit of a ball game here. That was Kennedy Buck. She's got five points. The lead is down to 12 now, 36-24. And tipped into the backcourt. Tali Vaughn goes down hard, holding her, holding her left hand. Might have got caught under her when she dove for the basketball midcourt. And Woodard misses the baseline jumper. Here comes the Panthers. Chance to cut it down to 10 or even single digits with a three. And they'll try the three from the left wing. Taliban might have got a hand on it, but the offensive rebound by the Panthers. Three-pointer no good. And the Panthers with another rebound. Corner three. No good. Finally, the Titans secure the rebound there. <laughs> you know those possessions when you're giving up three or four offensive boards, uh, ever as a coach, your blood pressure just goes through the roof. 
had a chance to get that thing down to single digits if one of those go. Screen by Houston for Taliba'a. Top can't do much with anything. Uh, couldn't, couldn't do much with the screen there. Hunter drives in, gets it knocked away. Houston is fouled from behind as she tracked down the loose ball. You folks a chance right now to let you know that uh, the uh, Monmouth Police Chief, Joe Schweitzer, has issued a snow emergency for midnight tonight through Saturday morning for the city of Monmouth. So if you have your car parked on one of those streets that you're not supposed to have it parked on, one of those snow routes, you're going to have to have it moved by midnight tonight. And again, that's going to last all the way to Saturday as we've got another round of a winter storm coming through. Don't remind me, Sean. Yeah, no kidding. Taliva gets in the lane, misses a shot, loose on the floor, up by the Panthers. The Titans held it. We don't have the numbers, but I think the Titans held a rebounding edge probably in that first half. I would imagine I think so. It's turned around here in the second half for sure. And battling for the rebound in the in the game is Lily Mahoney, and a tie-up will go to Mama Roseville. Mahoney getting her first minutes tonight. I think I haven't seen her. I don't think I've seen her in the first half, right? Correct. So on the floor for Mama Roseville is Tatiana Taliba, Emma Robinson, Brianna Woodard. The aforementioned Lily Mahoney and also Sophie Russell out there now. A young lineup here for Mama Throwsville. Tally Ball on the right wing. Guarded tightly by the Panthers. They enter it, tries to enter it into Woodard, and she's fouled from behind. Great position by Woodard. You know, you, you either foul her or you give her position. It's a really hard thing to do as a, as a defending post player. Houston on the bench getting a little break here for this last 25 seconds. Good chance they get it into Woodard. Loses a handle on it, regains it, and scores. Boy, she's tough when she gets it that deep. Yeah, she's hard to stop, and has been for the last three years, and will be for another one. And a turnover right in front of head coach Chris Brown with the Erie Provincetown Panthers, and he kind of lowers his head. The lead up to 14 now for Mama Throws. So with 13 seconds, got to go, Tot down to 10. Just now getting across half court, down to eight. Down to six, spinning in the lane is Taliba. She's fouled on her way to the hoop. I watched her do that. Uh, I watched the, uh, well, we did the Rockridge game on the air, and she was really good at the end of quarters. They just kind of spread out, let her go to the hoop. It's almost like a, uh, uh, we have a play called Indiana, and it's just a designated, you know, uh, isolation play to try and get your best players to get active at the rim. Tot misses her first free throw. Taliba uh, now is 3 4 6. And gets the second one to go. So splits a pair of Robert Thompson trucking free throws with four seconds, three. Panthers at the three-point line, throws it up, and might have been tipped by Tali Baugh. Great job by Todd. 39-24, Titans 15-point lead as we head to the fourth quarter in one minute. Welcome back to the shoebox at Mama Throwsville High School. We get set for quarter number four, 39-24. Titans back up to a 15-point lead. Got down to 12, and the Panthers had a couple of shots to get it to single digits from the three-point line. Tali is going to pick up a foul here to start the uh, fourth quarter. I don't see uh, see her favor in that hand. I know uh, Tali there with a couple minutes left in the third quarter dove at half court and got up holding that holding that left hand, I think, and the Panthers will throw it away, but Taliba gets the steal at midcourt, quickly up to four, gets it to go, three-point play opportunity for Taliba. I was just talking about her, she does look like she's uh, hurting, Henning. 
No, I, I, I think it was just a little one of those where she just kind of shocked that she landed on her hand, maybe bumped the funny bone a little bit. Uh, she looks good, though. That is Tommy Vaz, 2468. That's her 20th point. Going for 21, and she does with the free throw. One, two, three, four, five of uh, eight from the free throw line for Tommy Vaz. And the lead is up to 18. 42 to 24. Again, the Titans got to win 38 to 30 over the Panthers way back on December 4th. Top of the key three, no good. Rebounded by Woodard. The leading rebound for Monmouth Roseville. Woodard at just under nine. Probably getting, probably getting close to that, probably. Screen for Emma Robinson. They swing it around to Tali Ball on the left wing. She gets a screen from Woodard. Give and go not there, but it might have a switch here. Couldn't tell if the Panthers switched that, which we'd have a mismatch on Woodard if they could swing it back around. Maybe not, but shot short. Three-pointer from the corner by Emma Robinson. Put back no good by the Titans. And now we have a foul on Sophie Russell on the rebound. Into the game comes Molly McVeigh for Emma Robinson. McVeigh's, I think, maybe her first time on the floor tonight, too. Molly, a junior. Panther basketball, Erie Provincetown, 10 and eight coming into this one, three and three in the Three Rivers Conference West Division. Give and go off of Erie Provincetown's hands and out of bounds. I think maybe a Titan got a hand on that first and then kind of throws everything off. It was almost like a little pinball action, right? It kind of just went dink, 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 and finally went off one player out of bounds. Houston back in the game for Sophie Russell. Left wing is Molly McVeigh. Gets a screen from Woodard. McVeigh, shot no good off the glass. Might have been tipped. Up the floor come the Panthers quickly. Woodard defends the layup. No good by the Panthers. Sydney Schwartz, good defense there by Woodard. Now they get it right back to her, running the floor well. Misses the shot, and Houston is fouled on the putback. Great job of Woodard running the floor there. Absolutely, it was a beautiful display of passing, even though she didn't finish. You know, Carmen's obviously there on the backside to, to clean it up. But, uh, you know, everything Mount Rose is doing right now is just good. That's, that's the best way I can describe it. Third foul on Gabby Abel. Free throw, no good by Houston. Made a pair of free throws there at the end of the second quarter with uh, what three or four seconds left to give the Titans a nine-point lead into the halftime break. Second free throw is good by Houston. Free throw sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. That is nine points for Carmen Houston. And gets a steal. Houston gets in the passing lane. Right under the hoop and bring it over the floor, huh? Let her play a little point guard. And now she picks up her dribble and finds Talibah. Left wing is Lily Mahoney. Dribbles to the free throw line, back out to Houston. Talibah on top of the key. Gets a screen from Houston. Ooh, that was almost a moving screen there. Any more contact, that's probably would have been called a moving screen. It was a very quick slip. <laughs> McVeigh gets it to Woodard, into Houston. She's got it deep, bounce pass across the lane. Good shot by Lily Mahoney with the bucket. Good assist there by Carmen Houston. That's what I love about this team is nobody's selfish. You know, even if they want to get their shot off, if there's somebody with a better one, they're going to find that person. 21-point lead for Mama Roseville. That's the uh, 
Biggest lead they've had, 45-24, and now a good defense by Mammoth Roseville. Gives a, uh, a missed shot by the Panthers. Rebounded by Woodard, and she's fouled. First foul on Sydney Schwartz. Into the ball game comes Sophie Russell. Out goes Brianna Woodard with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, 45 to 24. Titans with a comfortable 20-point lead. Boy, they've played a really nice second half here. Six points all they gave up, and Taliva just misses a three ball from the right wing. Quickly up the floor, stolen away by McVeigh. For Monmouth Roseville to Houston, into the front court. She'll drive baseline, and a blocking foul on the Panthers as, as uh, Carmen Houston just runs right over. I got to cut some grumbles here from the Erie Provincetown side, but uh, if she got there in time, it would have had to have been really quick because Carmen Houston was barreling down that baseline. Absolutely. I will say, if Erie Provincetown can connect on a few passes, their transition game is beautiful. They have girls running out in transition. They're just missing the pass a couple times. But I've been very impressed with their transition game. Well, that's what uh, 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 Coach Weber was worried about was the transition game from the Panthers. 45-24, Titan basketball under their own hoop. They get it into Tolly Ball in the corner. Dribbles out to the wing. Now she's working a little two-man game with Sophie Russell. They get it to Russell on the baseline. Back to Taliba. Oh, no, loose on the floor. Still loose on the floor. Taliba tried to kick it kick it up to herself. Now she's getting ran over <laughs> and stampeded there by a whole host of players. Leads to a layup on the other end for Hannah Huseman. Her first uh, points of the ball game. And tipped out of bounds. And we'll go to Mama Throwsville. 45 to 26, 409 left here in the second quarter. The Mama Throws of Titans will head to Illini West for the Illini West shootout on Monday, Martin Luther King Day. It'll be very, very cold on Monday. A high in the negative numbers, so. And we got a buzzer during play here. I don't know what happened there, but they're gonna have to reset things. I tell you what, it's a good thing basketball is an indoor sport because if you kept me trying to play outside on MLK Day, <laughs> no thank you. Inbounded to Taliba, gets in the lane, drop pass, no good by Mahoney, might have been tipped. Houston gets fouled on her attempt as she <laughs> runs over another Panther in the lane. I gives uh, Mahoney a high football five. Team, man. Huh? I might get her on the football field. <laughs> no kidding. I've been seeing it for four years, just... Uh, <laughs> Strong in the paint. Houston at the free throw line. Robert Thompson trucking free throws. First one is no good. And into the ball game for the Panthers comes Aubrey Houston, sophomore. With 4.02 left and a 19 point lead, 45 26. Mammoth Roseville again doesn't play till Monday. The Illini West shootout taking on the Chargers. Normally a pretty strong program, but Houston misses them both. What's that in the NBA or college? What happens when you miss two two free throws in the in the in the fourth quarter? Was it tacos for everybody or yeah, something? Yeah, something different, like that. Different things around the uh, the NBA. It's very excited for two missed free throws. Panther basketball, trailing by 19. And Houston's going to reach in and get a foul. Top of the key. Yeah, I want to say I was at a uh, Bulls game one time. 
and it was two missed free throws in the fourth quarter. And there was a Bulls player up there, and the entire crowd was booing because they wanted free tacos after the game. Exactly. <laughs> you get to a certain point in the game, depending on the score. I'm rooting for tacos. Yeah, man. absolutely. <laughs> what is it, semi-pro? They got over 90. It was free corn dogs for everybody. Corn dogs, Jackie. <laughs> corn dogs for everybody. <laughs> uh, simulation sports. Help sponsor Titan basketball as well. Every happy gathering is successful because of the people you share it with. Perfect for smaller or large groups of all ages. When you're playing in simulation sports, there's no pressure to be an athlete. They're all about having fun. Batting cages, pool tables, golf simulators, and a lounge area equipped with some really nice HD TVs. That is simulation sports in Monmouth. 45-26, Panther basketball, travel call. It's free throw line there by Aubrey Huseman. Pretty good defensive effort here by Monmouth Roseville uh, all night long and especially in the second half. Just six points in the third quarter for the Panthers and just two points so far here in this fourth quarter. I mean, this is the easiest way to sum up a victory. And I know it sounds simple, but if you can go single-digit quarters on defense, double-digit quarters on offense, there's not going to be any games you're going to be losing. Shot by the Panthers, foul from behind. That is going to be Sophie Russell picking up the foul and at the free throw line for the Panthers. I can't see the number on it. Hair's a little long blocking up that uh, the numbers there on the back. First free throw attempts for the Panthers here in the second half. I believe that's Gabby Abel. Is that 20? I think it's 23. 23. I don't know. can't 20. tell. 20. There she turned. A bell. First free throw for uh, Gabby. Again, this first free throw is the second half for the Panthers. So the Titans have been playing solid defense and not fouling while doing it. Absolutely, you know, it's been a great defensive effort all the way around. Second free throw just grazes the front of the rim and goes out of bounds, but they're gonna say it is off of Lily Mahoney. Mahoney thought, thought it was Titan tight in basketball. Official says no, it was off of you. 45-27, 18 point lead with 3.12 to go. Benches will start to empty here. We, uh, uh, we started talking about the shot clock here in the first half. We, uh, the boys, the Titan boys played with it at the Macomb Western Holiday Tournament. What's your thoughts on the shot clock? Uh, you know, I, I don't think it affected the game as much as I thought no. it would. I didn't see a ton of uh, shot clock violations that happened. Uh, I do think I liked the, the speed of the game that it kept it at necessary, or, or overall. Uh, I'm always saying, you know, I, I, I hate when teams hold the ball, but, uh, you know, in, in return, play defense, right? Uh, so I, I, I'm either way. I think the, the game has evolved enough where a shot clock probably could be used, uh, but also I kind of like the old school style of not using a shot clock and, and having the advantage of, of running different, you know, opportunities. Mia Reynolds gets a steal for Mama Roseville, and Molly McVeigh doesn't get a shot to go, but the rebound putback is good by Mia Reynolds. Good rebound there by Reynolds. She's got four points, and now going to get a steal as well. With 2.24 to go, Titans up by 20, ahead down the floor to Lily Mahoney, and boy, bodies all over the place. Bodies hitting the floor everywhere. Panthers come down with it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't hate it. I mean, I don't, I don't hate the shot clock. I, I wouldn't it wouldn't be certainly disappointed if it, if it came into the game. I just don't think it's it's an extra expense that didn't really wasn't really needed. I, I will say think. though, if you're gonna add the shot clock, give me the charge circle. Yes. Now that's what I'm fighting for is the uh, is the, they, they semicircle in the lane. Nice steal by Lily Mahoney and gets the shot to go. Mahoney now with 
four points in this period. The Titans up by 22, 49, 27, and the bench loves it. You love to see the uh, the girls that don't get a ton of time. Of course, uh, Mahoney does get some time, but good to see them getting some some uh, points Absolutely. out there. We got some subs coming in. The Titans have played so many close games this season that it really hasn't given the the girls deep on the bench a whole lot of playing time. So it's good to see one of these games occasionally get the girls in the ball game. All coaches love to see everybody score. Absolutely, you know, those are my favorite games. Uh, the games I remember the most are actually the games where everybody scores. Nice shot in the paint there by Olivia Purvis. Her seventh point, and now we do have some substitutions. In for Mammoth Roseville, Elena Riley, a freshman on the floor, along with Sophie Russell. Also, Molly McVeigh still out there. Also, uh, who am I missing here? Number one, Jasmine Copeland, a freshman. We got a couple freshmen out there now. It's yeah. good to see. And Braylon Sage, a sophomore. So really young Titan ball club out there right now. The future of Monmouth Roseville basketball on the floor here for the final minute. They lead by 20, 49 to 29. Yeah, I don't, I didn't, I didn't hate the shot clock. I'm not going to completely fight it. I just don't think it's necessary. I think it's an added expense that we don't really need because like you said, it didn't really come into play a whole lot. Yeah, I, yeah, there's only, I mean, maybe two or three times every game we saw a shot clock violation. Yeah. Uh, but I do like telling my guys, you know, we were very big preachers of it, uh, you know, at the Western Tournament, 35 seconds, play defense for 35 seconds. It was kind of nice to include those increments of time and it made it a little bit easier to, uh, to, to, to sell it to my guys to play defense for just a limited amount of time. Foul on Sophie Russell, that's her third for Monmouth Roseville. So at the free throw line, making the first free throw is Olivia Purvis. Done a pretty good job on Purvis. I don't, I don't have the stats for the Panthers, but I think um, she's uh, she scored some points on the past against us. One out of two from the free throw line, and the Titans come down with it with 30 seconds to go. They lead by 19, 49 to 30. They get it in to, a, to Jasmine Copeland, who gets her shot blocked. Here comes the Panthers over the timeline. But I will 100% start the petition for the charge circle. Give me, give me the half circle in the paint. Yes, I could care less about the shot clock. It's that semi-circle so you don't take a charge standing under the basket that Absolutely. I don't like. Absolutely. I just hate how some high school courts have it, and everybody's like, oh, he's inside the circle. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, they just nope. put it in there for show. Four seconds left, Titan basketball. I do, I, there was a couple charges because it was on a college floor for the boys. And two, one. That's your final score, 49 to 30. The Titans get a 19 point, uh, 19 point win over the Erie Provincetown Panthers in Three Rivers Conference West Division action. We'll come back and maybe talk a little bit more about this shot clock and the, the semi-circle down in there because I think it affected some travel calls Absolutely. Uh, just in the referee's own mind yep. that week. It wasn't official, but I think they kind of used it a little bit at times. So we'll talk more about that as we come back. Titans, nice win, 19 points. We'll come back in three minutes. Welcome back to the shoebox here at Monmouth Roseville High School. As we start the post-game show, brought to you by Lair's Collision Center. If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center at 734-1949. Lair's Collision Center, professional auto body repair services that drivers trust. The Titans get a 49-30 win over the Erie Profitstown Panthers. They led 27-18 at the half and give up 12 points in the second half. Single digits through each one of the quarters for the Panthers, 9-9, nine, nine, six, and 6. Joining us on the post-game show, for the post-game coaches interview. Head coach Scott Weber, Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC sponsoring our post-game interviews. Nice uh, nice effort by the girls tonight. Yeah, I thought we, we played well. You know, you never know. You, you get so hyped up 
for for Sherrard, you know, which is a big game. But every conference game's big, and so um, it, I was proud of our energy early. I thought we showed a lot of stuff early, and then. Uh, Thought the second half we played really well. Uh, defensively, really well. Single-digit quarters, man. That's what you strive for. Yeah, and that's what we shoot for. And we haven't had many of them, as many as we like, right? But, you know, the girls seem to be able to adjust to some stuff that we do at halftime, and it's it's nice to be able to do that. Well, early in the year, we weren't doing that. It was, wasn't getting done. But now, defensively, you know, we're able to get some things done we're trying to accomplish. And then, as you know, that turns into some good offense. Yeah, just looking at your last four games uh, coming into tonight, you held uh, uh, Weathersfield, a really solid ball club, to 42. You held uh, Mercer County to 45. You held an, another solid offensive ball club in Riverdale to 53. 39 points to Sherrard and then 30 tonight. Holy cow. What are they doing? It, well, it's just it's a better effort. You know, we, we're we playing both ends of the floor. And, you know, we work hard on defense. I mean, you've come in a few times, you know, bringing the radio stuff in and, we work hard on defense. We feel that we can create offense from our defense, but we work on closeouts. We work on, you know, stop and dribble drives. And so we've been working on hard in practice, emphasizing a better stance, closing out a little bit better. And knock on wood, if this is wood, it's working right now. <laughs> You know, I'd like to take some credit for this win because both my keys, you guys pounded. He hit them both. Job. Um, and number one, turnovers. You guys averaged 16, which I know you probably hate. But tonight, I think I, I unofficially had you guys at like eight. You know, it was a lot better tonight taking care of the basketball. And that's huge for us. As you know, we're going to have turnovers because the way we play. We want to mm -hmm. get up and down the floor. And we talked yesterday at practice. We, we talked about playing fast but slower. And, and, and the girls look at me like I'm crazy, which I am, right? <laughs> but, you know, we want to go, 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 but we got to go, go, go with, with better understanding of what's, what's available. And sometimes we force it a lot, like you say. But, uh, yeah, when we take care of the ball, Tot played off the chart good tonight. And when Tot can play like that, making shots, we're going we're gonna to be pretty good. You must have been uh, stealing my nose because that's exactly where I was transitioning to was Tatiana Talibao, 21 points tonight. Uh, and that doesn't tell the tale because she was, she, was, uh, she was assertive on the defensive end as well. Yeah, Tot's been stepping up defensively, you know, and it's hard because we wear her out offensively, so she's got to be tired defensively. But I think the last four or five games, She's guarded, if not the best, the next best guard, and really working hard on both ends. But that's what's been impressive to me. Got her first, got her first shot to go, and you know, like any other high school kid, you see that first one go in, it just opens up everything else. It's it, a confidence game, man. Yeah, and you know, she she always comes by the bench. She says, "Well, that girl doesn't step out. Can I shoot it?" And I'm like, "Todd." Let me ask you this. When have I told you not to shoot? Stop asking. You know, I said, if I don't want you to shoot something, I'll tell you. But um, if you're in rhythm and you step into a shot, I, I don't care where you shoot it from. And so um, when she plays with confidence, it's awesome. What else did you see you like tonight? You know, the, the, we talk about the start of the second half. Oh, and if man. you can get out to a quick start in the second half, I think Coach E knows that too. You know, if you can get out the first three minutes of that second half, we, we blitzed them, and really, from then on, I, you, you could. You, we talked about it on the morning show, body language. And yes. Their body language just was like, ugh. And so I liked a lot of how we came out of halftime in the third quarter early and just scored. That's two games in a row. You did the same thing as Sherrard on Monday. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's big. And I think the girls are seeing that. You know, the games that we struggle, we get beat those first three minutes. The games we're winning, we're winning those first three minutes. So it's hopefully it's sinking in. but. You know, we're, we're, we're almost there. You know, we're playing a lot better. You know, Sherrard's a great ball club. These guys are good. You know, I think the world of Coach Brown and Coach Styles, the girls there play hard. It's just, you hate to have off nights, but you know how the bus rides have been. Yes. We've talked about it, but long bus ride, 
and uh, we we were fortunate enough. We played good and caught them on a bad night. You, you play very well here at the shoebox, and like uh, uh, Coach Sikorsky said in the pregame, we're doing our pregame. Eight of the last ten are at home, man. It's setting up nicely. Yeah, it, it is. You get a good good role going into regionals. Get the girls in the right mind frame. And, and more importantly, get me, Loop, and Jay, and Dina off the bus. 13-9, and of those 13 wins, you've picked up some pretty nice seed winnings, but you got to pick up a couple more. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we got to be satisfied. We got to be satisfied, but not content. You know, we got to keep grinding. You know, we got a tough schedule coming up. You know, we got to go to the Illini West shootout, play Illini West on Monday. Again, a well-coached, hard-playing, hard-nosed team. Adeline I West, that, enough said with that, right? And yes. Then, you know, Kiwani, our crossover game comes in, and then, you know, that next week we get after, we got Morrison. Um, so we, we got some games coming up, but we I think our momentum's going in the right direction. You talk, We've talked about the stretches. Early in the season, there was three or four-minute stretches where, where you look out on the floor, you're like, I don't even know who this ball club is. What what happened from three or four minutes ago when you looked really good? Those stretches are coming down. There was a two-minute stretch there towards the, end of the, uh, towards the end of the second quarter, and I was like, ooh, we're getting one of those stretches. It only lasted like a minute or two. They're getting smaller. And, that's and every key. high school team has them. Right, and, you know, they do. And ours, like you say, when we had ours, they were prolonged and body language, we got down and we just, we lost all our energy. And so we, we preached that, you know, we're, you know, the other night when we played at Sherrard, they made a three-pointer, we called time. I said, look, one three-pointer is not going to beat us. You know, don't, don't start slumping your shoulders. And then they made another one. I said, two's not going to beat it. You know, <laughs> go, go play your game and play with energy. And I think the girls are seeing that, you know, they're talking more on the floor. You probably can't hear them up here, but down there on the bench, you know, we can hear the girls talking to each other on the floor more. Go here, go there. You do this, you do that. And, and that's key, and uh, and I think you can see it on our play. Seen some high fives given out too uh, tonight. You know, after plays, it's something maybe we didn't see early in the year. Yeah, we talked about Coach Styles is down there saying yeah, all you're uh, doing is up here just run running your mouth, or you said. And that's always. But <laughs> when you run your mouth, it's usually he probably doesn't understand it anyway. So we'll just continue on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you go to Illini West on Monday, a little, little road trip on Illini West, and then you got a whole bunch of home stuff after that. But, yeah, we're uh, looking forward to it. You know, we get you guys are here on the radio. We get, I mean, the gym had tons of people here tonight. It's yeah. awesome to see support for the girls. You know, Titan Nation shows up. There were students here. The band was here. The band was here. Lots Conference game, baby. Lots of community people. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, it's it's fun to show up and have the girls make a basket and then hear people cheer for them. Yeah, it's one of those deals where, you know, a lot of folks don't get out on the road. No matter, people don't travel to watch basketball as much as they used to anyway. Right. Uh, and let alone during bad weather. And I get people talk to me all the time. How's the girls doing? How's the girls doing? Because they just haven't seen them because they haven't been home. They're going to find out now. Yeah, and then hopefully we keep rolling and it just draws more of them in. And and, and in their defense, Titan Nation, I don't blame you for not getting on the road with us. You know, uh, those are some long bus trips, but uh, we could use your help and uh, always appreciate it. We've got, uh, you got the road game on Monday and then one, two, three, four, five, six straight home games. They can hear some Titan basketball here on the Prairie Communications Sports oh, Network. Add, add the makeup against McComen. Oh, that's so right. Had, yeah, yeah, I haven't got that in there, in there so yet it's either. It's going to be a good stretch for us. Nice. All right, Coach, uh, safe travels on Monday. It's going to be a cold one. It, it is. I'm, I'm going to be looking like Stay Puft Marshmallow <laughs> Man, hunker down on my seat. <laughs> All right, my man, congratulations on a nice win. Thank you. Head Coach Scott Weber with the Monmouth Roseville Titans here on the postgame show. We'll uh, he'll get, get a chance to Get out and talk to Coach Styles now, and <laughs> that's what we should have on the air. Is just bring bring Coach Styles up and Absolutely. talk to him. I, I'd love to put him on the air. <laughs> Let's get to our uh, scoring tonight, which is uh, sponsored by.
Spears and Spears Law Office at 201 West Broadway for estate planning, trusts, and family law. First for the Erie Province Town Panthers, 10 points for Sidney Schwartz, 8 points for Olivia Purvis, 5 points apiece for Kennedy Buck and Gabby Abel, and then 2 points for Hannah Houston. Just one girl in double figures for the Erie Province Town Panthers, but then again, they only had 30 points, 5 of 8 from the free throw line for the Panthers. Now this is going to be, this is odd. The Titans get 49 points and only one girl in double figures. And that was uh, Tatiana Talibao with 21. What a fantastic game for Todd. Absolutely. He was, he was one of my favorite games I watched. I feel like I say that every time I watch her play now. And nobody else in double figures, which is weird for Monmouth Roseville because they've got three girls that, uh, that average double figures. But nine points for Carmen Houston, seven points for Brianna Woodard, Four points apiece for Lily Mahoney, Mia Reynolds. Uh, two points for Mia Hunter and two points for Emma Robinson. The Titans got to the free throw line 18 times. I think that's a key down the stretch, too, is getting back to the free throw line that they have the last two years. Yeah, get to the free throw line, make your free throws. All right, that's one. just one more thing. I know you've been thinking about it. The player of the game brought to you by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. Who's our player of the game? I, you got to give it to Todd. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's always easy to give it to her. Sometimes, you know, you you, you can mess it around, but uh, tonight you have to go with the obvious choice. She played great offensively. She played great defensively. She was assisting the ball, limited her turnovers, like I said that she had to do. She did a great job tonight, so it's got to be her. 21 points is a good leg up on getting player of the game, but uh, we talked about it. She she was she was uh, she affected the ball game on both ends. Tonight. Absolutely, she was a menace on both sides. Our player of the game, Tatiana Taliba. All right, that's going to wrap up coverage tonight. Again, folks, tomorrow night we do not have Titan boys basketball on the air. They were scheduled to be at home, or excuse me, on the road at Orion tomorrow night. That's been moved to Saturday night at the same time. So our pregame show will hit the air on Saturday night over on our sister station, Sunny 97.7 WMOI at 6:45, and then. Uh, and then uh, the tip-off is at 7 o'clock. We do have, uh, I don't think, United and uh, A-Town. We do have that game on tomorrow night, potentially, depending on uh, the weather. That'll be on this station, WRAM. The A-Town Tornadoes and United Red Storm both having some pretty nice seasons. That, If they get that played, it'll be right here on WRAM. But tune in tomorrow morning to the Sports Report, probably tomorrow at noon for the Sports Report, and we'll let you know um, if that game is still going on. And again, I want to remind you folks that the uh, uh, Chief Joe Schweitzer, Police Chief Joe Schweitzer of the Monmouth Police Department has issued a snow emergency for midnight tonight through Saturday morning for the city of Monmouth. So keep those cars off the uh, the snow routes uh, at least all the way through through Saturday morning. All right, my man, uh, you get a night's rest. You get a one more day to prepare your uh, JV team for a full day on Saturday. Tell the folks what you got going on. Yeah, we uh, obviously tomorrow's off, but uh, Saturday's a busy day. Head to Bushnell in the morning. Uh, go take on host Bushnell at uh, 10 a.m. in the in the in the bowl, one of my favorite places to be. Oh, uh, nice and then gym. head over to the junior high gym and take on uh, Crosstown Rival United and uh, Coach Anderson over there. Uh, and then obviously head to Oregon that night. So three big games for us. Uh, should be a long, fun day. I know I'm going to be crying for a nap, and everybody else could be looking at me like I'm the old man. So uh, <laughs> I know I'm looking forward to it. My guys are looking forward to it. It should be a really fun day basketball. Man, those big yellow buses are so good for <laughs> sleeping, aren't they? Oh, man, something like so that, comfortable. Right? <laughs> you, better, you better bring a pillow with you, that's for oh, sure. I, that's one of the hacks I've learned on some of these long bus trips. Well, thanks for joining me tonight, and good luck on Saturday. We will see you Saturday night in at Orion. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Sean Temple for Ethan Sikorsky, and also... Caden Rogers engineering tonight's broadcast. Again, your final score, 49-30. Monmouth Roseville defeats the Erie Provincetown Panthers to go to 
13-9 overall and 5-3 and in the Three Rivers Conference West Division. Erie Provincetown drops to 10-9 and 3-4. And we did have a final in. Rockridge defeated by Riverdale, so Riverdale will go to 7-1 in conference play and uh, stay two games ahead of Monmouth Roseville. All right, folks, uh, till, till Saturday night from Orion High School, I'm Sean Temple. Folks, we'll see you then. Have a great rest of your night.